Hi everyone, I'm Anthony Mindel. Welcome to In the Moment, a podcast on acting, art, and life. In this series, I'm talking to AMAW, Anthony Mindel's Actors Workshop, alumni, clients, and students about the challenges and the joys of being an actor and creator in the 21st century. Today, Tony chats with casting directors Amber Horn and Danielle Afiaro about the do's and don'ts in the audition room. We can talk about how high you look. Oh, wait. Did you hear that all? Let's actually, I usually introduce it like, hey, everybody, welcome to In the Moment Podcast. I'm Anthony with my two amazing guests. But before we do that, did you just hear what my guest just said? Editors, you better not, my engineers better not edit that out or I'll be pissed. Thank you. That's Daniel Aferio and Amber Horn. I always say it, in, I always add a little bit of twist. Afiero. Afiero. Danielle Afiero. Yeah. I will get it by the time we get nominated for an Oscar. I will. Yes. I will. Yes, I will be like, thank these casting directors who've been with me since 1927. That's Anthony with a cane and a cigar. Oh, God, I hope not. Anyway, you can tell, like, I hate these two women so much. Um, I can't say they're my favorite casting directors in the world, but they are my favorite human beings. Some of my favorite Aww. human beings. But I love lots of casting directors, but you guys are... Look, I'm going to cry already. I love you guys. Oh, how do we become your favorite? Yeah, like, what do we need to well, do? You <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, you guys have stood by have me. Role. And you... <laughs> have this role for a hot acting teacher. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I kind of miss it. Every now and then, but not really. I was in my own Who's movie. Who's your favorite casting director? No, come on now. <laughs> I have lots of, you know what I mean? Because the, okay. a lot, so many casting directors are so great. Very political. Yeah, it's way, it's way, very political, way. but everybody's different, and you all cast different shows, but they bring in so many of our students, so I'm yeah, really appreciative, right. and I've become good friends yeah. with them. But I've known you guys maybe some of the longest time. Well, we um, tell every actor that they need to go train with Anthony. Yeah, you, we believe in what you do wholeheartedly and unabashedly. Well. Our favorite thing, we tell actors that are the reason we love you so much is that we think that you tell most actors that they just need to be present and listen as they're hearing everything for the first time. And that's so important to just be right there um, in the moment. And um, we think that a lot of people, um, a lot of acting teachers try to like focus so much on technique and that can get so foggy in people's heads. Yeah. And especially when auditioning, it's just so important to just be there. To be, be there. Present and yep. just be real. Um, because in the audition room, there's so many other things going on. Yeah. in their head and if they're not truly just listening to us like they're hearing us talk to them and we're helping them um, they can't if they have if they're focusing on techniques and focusing on so many technical things and trying to like well, break things also, down it's, so it's also showing up with an understanding of what you're there for what yeah. your purpose is and mm. what your character's purpose is and what the purpose of the scene is and yeah I well, always we tell also, actors, yeah, they're never going to play Daniel Day-Lewis at this point in their career. That's right. That or the Day Joker. Yeah, or, right, yeah, like Daniel something Day, really... Yeah, da, sorry, I always say Daniel Day-Lewis is never going to play... Um, Daniel Day-Lewis is, uh, is going to play uh, Lincoln. They're never going to play Lincoln at this point in their career. They're going to play themselves different... Um, like, they're going to play different variations of themselves, you know? Like, that's right. They're gonna, if they're going to play, like, a homeless person, they know what it feels like to be scared or sad or tired or... Um, but, you know, leave playing Lincoln to Daniel Day-Lewis. We bring them in. Like, we're not offering this, like... If we wanted um, a big star to play this role, we would offer it out. We're bringing them in because we want to see what they bring to the role. Um, well, this is what we talk about in class all the time, right? And then they forget it because they, they feel like, oh, my God, this is my one shot and I'm going to mess up or everything is riding on it. And it's really for you guys to get to know somebody for the first time or maybe the 10th time you brought them in. They just, as you guys know, it's not oftentimes it has nothing to do with the acting, right? They they give a solid performance, so you keep bringing them back. And, and I always say... never your last shot. Never. Unless you're like a crazy, we can talk about do's and don'ts later at the end. We'll do a speed round of don'ts because I'm sure you've seen it all. Like creepy. Let's do that. We'll say that at the end. But like um, speaking of creepy, why do you guys have a picture of Ted Bundy? Is that We're Ted Bundy? Ted Bundy. Oh shit. Yeah. There's another thing of Ted Bundy happening. Yes. The transcripts of the last few years of his life when Ooh, he was in prison. Creepy. Talking to an FBI agent and befriending. An FBI agent. It is the script is excellent, but we get to find Ted Bundy. Whoa! Yeah, and then hopefully he'll be an unknown because they don't want to glorify him. Did you hear that, actors? All these actors listen to the podcast who are unknown are like, I can play Ted Bundy. I'm Ted Bundy in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, he's I'm very looking, good looking. He is kind. It's kind of hypnotizing yeah. looking at him right there. He's kind of hot but creepy at the yes. same time. He looks he, through you. You make oh. it makes sense why women people would were drawn fall to him. him. Yeah. yeah, I didn't watch that. Wasn't there a Netflix documentary yeah. about yeah, him? I've been right? watching it. It's called The Tapes. Yeah, she's oh, into it. Wow, okay. Been falling asleep to it at night, having very weird dreams. That's creepy. Oh god. All of it's creepy. So but this so this is gonna be a fictionalized No, it's like, I mean a, a narrative yes, like yeah. fiction. Yeah, okay. But it's like almost the exact transcripts of the okay. exact conversation. Whoa. Elijah Wood is playing the FBI agent who was interviewing him on the last couple of years. Whoa. They got to know each other very well. Is this is for Netflix or no, it's a movie. Not yet. It's a movie. It's a oh, it's a, oh, it's a feature. Yeah. They still make features. Still Who make features. knew? We have one going. We'll talk about that off camera. Yes. Our off podcast. But oh, I voted today. Look, yeah. I meant to go today, but I didn't just want to be easier. Like, like nobody's easier. there. You know what I mean? Um, so, well, you guys tell us so on my blog with Sierra. Love yes. it. So tell us, like, tell tell the listeners, like... Um, to be clear, he's looking at posters. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm looking at posters. We're in their casting office. It's like an eight by eight room. So try to visualize actors. It's really kind of... This is, this is casting, right? This yeah. is intimate. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, to speak to your point, Amber, I think, again, like, listening and being there is technique. And we underestimate how freaking hard it is to show up with all of our stuff and then play ball. You know what we I mean? You do it every day. At the grocery store, you listen to the cash register. That's right. Or you whatever. You talk to them. Yeah. You it's, react to it's them. It's everything in life. But nowadays, it's worse than ever because we are being pulled and our brains are being pulled in a million different directions. So to be able to focus and be present is actually a task. I know. Yeah. People are looking at their phones at the cash register and not listening to the lady checking them out. Guilty as charged. Put your phone down. I dropped my parents off at the airport on Monday, I think it was, or yesterday, whatever. And uh, see, look, I don't even know what day it was. <laughs> and I was coming back, and I walked them in and made sure that they got on the flight and everything. Yeah, it was like very dramatic goodbye. And then one of my clients who's in this movie in London, we were FaceTiming. Okay, so as I was walking back, I was FaceTiming with her, and for sure, I was like, I made a joke when I dropped my parents off. I was like, oh, I think I remember I'm on level 4G or whatever. So sure enough, I'm FaceTiming with her. I'm like, ah, la, 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 la. I get up to 4G. My car is not there. So I'm like, okay, this somebody's playing a cosmic joke on me. And I was like, nobody can steal my car. It's like a magic car. Nobody can steal these cars. So I'm like, what's happening? I walked up and down the aisle. On level four, yes, 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 for like half an hour, was losing my mind. Then I was like, well, maybe it's on three, and maybe three is like kind of three slash four. So then I went down, did the same thing, probably another half an hour. I called my boyfriend. I'm like, I think I have Alzheimer's. I'm scared. What's happening? I just had a minor panic attack. And then I realized, you know, LAX, it's the same parking structure, but one over. Yes, because I was not present to like, you know what I mean? Like the phone call could have waited. When I was present, you know what I mean? So, yes. But we're all too busy. So I know. So, we have to multitask, and that's where... I all... had my car towed one time from that same structure at LAX, because <laughs> the tag on my car had expired while I was at the airport. Oh, shit. And they were vigilant. If your car tag... If, you, if it expires, then they take your car away. Security thing. Post 9-11. So, not only are you learning actors about acting and casting here, you're learning to hot make tips. sure your tag's hot license to, hot for the tips. DMV. Jesus. <laughs> Expire tag. So tell us about... What we um, do? Yeah, like... Uh, we cast... So we're a very special casting office. We cast just as many features as we do TV. A lot of casting directors just focus on TV or features, but Danielle and I were really lucky in the beginning. We did just as much... Just as many features as TV. So we've done over 50 features. I'm looking at Sound of My Voice, which was Britt Marling's, feature. one of Britt Marling's first movies. Yeah, yep. I remember that. She did yeah. not have a um, theatrical agent when we did that film. Wow. Uh-huh. We would try to call around and get our meetings. That's a big lesson in creating your own content. Yeah. She's st- you know, did you read that op-ed piece in the New York Times that she wrote? Maybe. Well, it was, a, it was recently, and it was really great about, oh, like, yeah, why yeah. this whole mm-hmm. thing about, you know, now acting is all about having to be a strong, yeah, kick-ass woman. And she's like, why can't we just be women? Be. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just be who we are. So it was a really interesting piece, and that part of the reason why she wrote... Um, uh, OA was because, you know, to be a st- quote unquote strong woman doesn't allow her to also be other things, right? So, yet again, women are being typecast. I mean, we can talk about typecasting because we just talked about it before we started to roll. But so, anyway, sorry, continue. Um, no, I was So, just when was say, this? This was like 
because I knew you guys remember we, the famous story. They were in this little like Miss Habersham's like hovel, like. Like this, you're part of how we got that. You're, you're well, okay, but I build it and they will come. Well, that's yes. true because, but before then, you were even in, in a smaller that, hovel. No, like you were like we the were, poor women in the shoe. We were renting a desk from our old <laughs> office. That's right. And, yeah, and yes. we were casting um, a feature, Sound of My Voice, and then two other like Christian films that came out. Oh Jesus, yes. Okay. One had like five million dollars. That's goodness, right. They, they had, had a lot money. of money. No, that's right. The first one had like a million. Had a million, and we were like. That's so much Well, it still is, in a way. And then the the one in Atlanta had, like, had a big budget. Um, So the lamp had, like, a million. And then the one in, um, what was it? It was called the lamp. Fishers of Men had, like, five million. Fishers of Men. My father's keeper turned out to be the name of it. And so we were like, okay. And then our bosses came to us and and realized that we were actually doing features that had money. And they said, well, you guys probably need to pay a little bit more money for the desk. Oh, my God. it's It's also, we were renting... Taping room yes. right. from them too. Right. Yeah. So we and were we were using the room as much as they were. Yeah. Because and so we were they so were busy. like, well, you guys probably need to contribute a little bit more money for rent. And so then Danielle and I privately met after that, and we were like, hmm. what do we do? Well, well we're you guys had a conversation. Yeah, we had a conversation with you. With you. Well, yes. And then we were like, you were like, well, you should just probably get your own space then. I was like, duh. And you guys were like, yeah, but I just, but we don't. I mean, like, we but were, we, we can't even like, we just don't. I mean, but uh, like, uh, and I was just like, build it, and I'll come. Yes, we were nervous because we all, we had. Well, of course, it's scary, right? Few movies that were ending, and we yeah. were like, well, what's next? What if we have no way to pay this? Rent? And you're in the low budget world yeah, at that yes, time. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, Still like low. movies. Of like fifty thousand dollars or hundred thousand yeah, dollars. I get yeah. it. It's scary. hard for casting directors yeah. starting. Yeah, out. Really we listened scary. to you yeah. and we found this office. I'm so bossy. Uh, no, so bossy. You're clear. It's not even bossy. You're just very clear on your on your advice and intentions, which is. Do you hear that, actors? It's very helpful. <laughs> yeah, you pushed us off the ledge. Yeah. You were like, "Go." We needed that little you will fire. fly. Yeah. So you well pushed done. us off, and we did. Fly. That's right. Then you were in the corner office on La Brea. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. But it was, was so small. We could hold so hands. So tiny. Yes. Yeah, but it was sweet. Yeah. And then from there, like, and now you're in Culver City. And that was 2010. Wow. Because you guys were also, at that time when you started out, you were working with Barbara Fiorentino, right? No, so, well, actually, we worked with Rebecca, um, Rebecca, Wendy, and Barbara, and then their partnership ended about a year into Danielle and I being partners. Got it. And so then she called about a year after Danielle and I were working together, and she needed office space. So it worked out perfect for Danielle and I, because we were like, great. You can, if you need office space, you can rent the two offices down the road from us, like down the hallway. And so she was on the same floor down the hallway, so we used those as um, taping rooms. And then she moved into our actual like office work area. Uh-huh. So we just kind of grew. And we were doing, at that point, Awkward got picked yeah. up. Oh, awkward. So yeah. we were sort of all together right. one project together. Uh-huh. And it was helpful to be all in the same area together. Yeah. That was for MTV, right? Yeah. Does yeah. MTV even do scripted anymore? You don't hear about them yeah, anymore, I, I right? Yeah, I think after, like, I think Teen Wolf ended. And well, then that's right. I don't, I don't think anymore. Interesting. They were kind of ahead of the curve, right? They In were. a way, right? Because yeah. nowadays, right. everybody, Walmart kids, is going to be doing, no, everybody's yeah. doing content. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those And those kids were like the beginning of the social media that's craze. That's right. So they really got, if they did it right, they got on that train. Uh-huh. Awkward was like that too. That's right. Yeah. yeah wow. Right. You guys have been on the cutting edge. <laughs> Try. Yeah, you have. Yeah. You have really broke a lot of people. You know, you broke you broke a lot of actors. We and, we, and creators we and love, filmmakers. We really love discovering talent. Yeah, you guys yeah. are very pro actor. You've so, always been. Yeah. So a lot of yeah. young people. That's well, Danielle, cool. tell us about. I mean, I know Amber's story, but I wanted them to. I want the audience to hear. But remind me, how did you start in this business? I don't even remember. So, I mean, we, we, I don't even feel tell, like you ever told me that. We tell our stories so much that we said we were going to start telling each other stories. Okay. But, um, <laughs> no, but yesterday, I, sorry, ma- I, magazine interviewed us. Uh, oh wow! So, you guys are like, so. It was like we Cassie just won an RDS. Yeah, yeah mm. we just won an RDS award. That's so, right. Yeah. So because Stephen came to my party for, I sold my movie to Hulu. What? Yes. Uh, did you not know that? Yes, I did know yes. That. yes, yes. So yes. he came. Yes. Oh, that movie. Where yes, we go yes, from yes, here? Yes. No, not this yes. movie. That we're, yeah. I'm not going to settle. No, okay, we yeah. are going to go all the way. Yeah, yeah. But yes, yeah, so he came to the party yes. after right after the the awards that you won for um, yes, yeah. Andy Mac. No, yes. not Andy. Yeah, Mac. Andy Mac. It is Andy Mac. Yeah. yeah right. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. So okay. So yes. how so did you? I got into this because I um, I thought I wanted to be an actor oh, in high Jesus. school. Okay. I bet you have those headshots. No, I didn't get that far. Okay. I mean, Glamour shots. I have, me and my best friends did like photo shoots. <laughs> oh my god, on the beach in Long Island, but, <laughs> right? 
I bet you did. Front lawn. Front lawn. Front lawn. In Montclair. On the stoop. In New Jersey. My dad's from Montclair. See? Oh, my God. (laughs) Let's sit underneath this beech tree. I think there's shade. And the leaves will be like this topiary behind me. <laughs> Not good. It's, it's getting to Boston. It's pretty much. Oh, like yeah, yeah. heading into this Boston. This is why I don't do accents. Pakia Khan, Havid, yeah. We, uh, no, I, um, so my drama class my in high school did an on-camera day. Oh, My teacher okay. did Mr. Ken Ulrich, who is uh-huh. still alive. He's still doing it. He's, I don't think he's still at the school, but okay. he's on the board of the town library, which my mom works at. Uh-huh. So I see him every once in a while. And this was in New Jersey? Long Island. And Long Island, right. Long Island. And uh, we did an on-camera day, and I was like, nah. <laughs> <This is laughs> not for me. Not for me. <laughs> right. So I kind of was like, all right, I, this is something I always wanted to do, so now what do I do? And I started to notice Marion Doherty's name in credits. Oh, And yeah. wonder, what is, what what is how cool must that job yeah. be? Uh-huh. And then just dreamed about it and had other career paths I went to, I majored in literature and minor in marketing. I had boring job after boring job and just kept, it was bitter in New York and just how do I get into this, how do I do something I'm proud of mm-hmm. was really my goal. And I, anybody who listened, I'm like, I just want to be a casting director. And I would just keep complaining about my jobs and my friend in the cubicle next to me is like, just do something, do something about, about it. it. Mm-hmm. And stop complaining. Enough. Where's your friend in the cubicle next to you now? He's, he's uh, I, I, he used to be an I an I am buddy. Remember, oh. remember um, instant messenger. messenger. Oh, I am. So yeah. I would, I would, oh every God. once in a while, I see him on I am. I think we're Facebook friends. Though. It's hilarious. Um, Josh Eisinger, if he's listening, go Josh. Me, he won't be. But um, but I did the same for him because he was dating this girl at the time and like being wishy washy about it. And I'm like, dude, she's awesome. Marry her. Lock it down. Yeah. Put so, a ring on it. So we tough loved each other. Okay. Um, and, and he helped me with the connection and then that connection helped me. That connection basically said, you have to intern. And I was like, I live in New York city and I'm 26 years old. I'm not interning. Kind of, you can't afford to. Right. Yeah. But I wound up having to, I wound up, I, through a series of events, I, I went part time at my job and I was cater waitering at night and I interned two days a week at a casting office. Which one? It was uh, Danny Roth and oh. um, had started a company. I remember They had him. just, he, he produces now. And, um, and we This did, was like in the 90s, this right? This was we, early this, 2000s. Okay, early 2000s, yeah. Uh, and this, uh, we, in New York, just like actors, casting directors have to take every job they get. That's right. Like it's just, That's jobs right. are few and far between. So we, um, so we did everything and it was a really quick learning curve and I loved it immediately. And it helped that we would bring in like Bradley Cooper and like oh, all those wow. New York yeah, actors yeah. at the time yeah. that were yeah. awesome New York actors, and and I got to to see this side of the business that I really fell in love with and thought uh, we're I'm getting all this experience and at the time it was just The Sopranos and a soap opera there was no TV mm-hmm. so yeah, that's right. I was like all right I'm gonna move to LA for a year or two just to get TV experience and pad my resume and I'll come back with this amazing resume and. That was 2005. And yes, you never so, look back. Never look. Well, I look back all the time. Well, yeah, you are <laughs> such a New Yorker, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. But, um, but it, you know, LA sucks you in. You yeah, don't realize it's time's passing. You're right. That's right. There's no seasons to yeah, clock anything. That's right. So you just, and, and we built such a strong reputation. You know, yeah. Yeah. Business. We, we worked our butts off to get where we are right you now. Have, yeah. That's why I think dating people like drag their feet for so long because there are no seasons. Yeah. So people are slow to move in relationships. Oh my God, we're going re- relationship advice here. Yeah. Yeah. Like you think that's why people drag their feet in LA? And I do. Yeah. Amber, no. There's, all, and there's they, also the sparkly things. That's it. Them. It's like everybody is a seven waiting for an eleven. Right. So they're constantly looking. At, yeah. or, I mean, I can't speak to this anymore because I am like not engaged, but I'm with someone. But I used to be. Everybody's like waiting for somebody better to come along, hotter, younger. Well, especially or, with the, the swipe. Also, no seasons. There's no sense of urgency, though. I think. So, well, maybe too. that's an it's interesting. That's true. I, I, I do yeah. think that it has something to do with it because the seasons, like seasons, make time go by faster a little bit. Too. You're like, oh, fall's coming. Uh-huh. There's no. That's the true. Winter, the so the we don't have that. Yeah. When the temperature is kind of like 76 year round, you don't feel yeah. like the time's passing, and you don't feel like the need to like move. And I don't know. We're yeah. in this suspended state mm-hmm. of being. And you're also not only are there sparkly 11s all around, but you see 11s with fours. 
Yes. And you're just like, oh. oh I can get that. Yeah, I know that's possible. So that's yeah. also a, a mind fuck. Uh-huh. And you're also surrounded by, I mean, I've been single for a really long time and on whatever sites and, and everything. Now you're dating a lumberjack or something. I know, I'm dating yeah. a real man. <laughs> He's like a roadster slash lumberjack slash, and lumberjack includes like axe throwing and like chainsaw like contests <laughs> and then the dune buggy. No, let me continue. Hang gliding, paragliding, mountain alps climbing, anything else? Yeah. Underwater diving probably. Yeah, yeah. forget his actual career as a bush pilot. Oh my God. Yes. But is he Aussie? No, no. he's Alaska. He's, he lives in Alaska. Adjacent. Alaska. Adjacent. Adjacent. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he's part Aussie. Russian. Because, you know, Alaska's connected yeah. to... He's not from there. Okay, yet. no. He lives there. Whoa. Um, yeah. But having been single for so long, and you realize that L.A. is a place where uh, people come to, to follow their dreams, right? And people from all walks of life come to follow their dreams. And you're dating somebody, and there's younger, hotter versions of you that they could be dating Yeah, that are great, too. Yeah. Everybody's great. Everybody's great. <laughs> it's infuriating. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, you got to kind of, like, get out of your own way in that I get, the dating circles. To me, about dating, what I realized, like, being with Alan now for two years is, like, sometimes when I'm like, I've had it, I went out. Like, because, you know, because relationships can be tricky and challenging. And then I'm like, well, this is ridiculous because... Once you get past that honeymoon phase with anyone, so like if I drop with him and then start dating you, we're going to have this lovely like deluxe phase. But then I'm repeating the same, it's always the same thing right. with someone different. That's so right. like you have to contend with your stuff, you know what I mean? And you have to make sure they have the core values of somebody you want to stick around with. Yes. That's really what's important. So you both, the work into it. Danielle was single for so long, like I love that you're like dating a... <laughs> An intrepid adventurer. I think we're now. both so happy. I just and got you married. just got married. She's with an awesome guy, and it's really and you're with an awesome place, guy. Both of us. So now, Amber, you're origin. You started in Texas because I came. That's how we met. Yeah, because uh, no, you no, no, brought no. me down that's, there. That's not how we met. I was I was an associate. Oh, that's right. And I kept noticing on the back of headshots. The common denominator of good actors uh, was you. Thank you. And there was um, when I first started. An assistant, Samantha something. Yes. Who was associate was coming to teach at your class, and I asked her if I could come follow her uh-huh. and come watch her teach your workshop. And then I approached you after class, and I was I introduced myself and I said, "You're amazing. Um, I'd love to come sit in." And you, then you were like, "Come teach," and I'm like, "I'm just an associate." I was like, "Okay." Yeah, but you were side hustling, like because you had all the yeah. space at Paramount. I remember we had lunch there one time, and Not you were like yet. producing Later, and I, I, like. Uh, you were doing lots of things. Yeah, well, you know I was I mean? kind of, yeah, not yet. I think that was like right before um, the writer's strike happened. So, like, okay. it was kind of like right before. So, that was like probably like 06. I think you and I met in like 06 yeah. right around that time. You had the stage. It was like, it was obviously the old space, but it was right around 06 yeah, yeah, we met. Yeah, 05, yeah. 06. Something like that. And then, um, Jesus. Yeah, so then I became kind of a casting director with my partner. Uh, briefly, the Steve Maisel and I were oh, casting a movie together. I remember that. Is and he then, still in casting? Um, I th- in Texas. In he Texas. used to go work yeah. for Apple and like okay. another um, company. He was doing some work. He was doing local casting in Texas and stuff. And then the writer's strike happened, so I started um, putting um, actors on tape in Texas. And then I had you come. Yeah, that's right. I came and yeah, we yeah. taught. Like that's where yeah. I started working with McKaylee yes. and like a lot of young. Yeah. Really, I wonder. You know, it's awesome so crazy. Actors. They're all probably they're, yeah. they're adults now. My oh, God, yeah. I'm wondering. So wild. Remember, like whoa. So but I just I was used to like I loved you, but I was like, oh, Amber is cray cray. I just thought you were like because <laughs> you had so many things going on at that time, and you had this yeah. space in Paramount, and but you were always so enthusiastic about me yeah. and the work I was oh, yeah. doing. And like, I had never I, like, met anyone so talented. Aww. You are so talented. Please, thank you. You're amazing. You're yeah. just like well, we meet you get so it. many you actors. Really get it. And we kept, like, every, I mean, and then Danielle and I met just shortly thereafter. Because when the strike ended, and then I came back, and I continued casting um, with Rebecca, Wendy, and Barbara. And then that's when Danielle and I connected. And then shortly thereafter, Danielle and I started casting, partnering on our own and started casting. Um, We kept noticing, like, all these talented actors, the common, again, on the back of their resumes, they had your name. And we were like... Of course, they work with you. Well, that's crazy. I've been so doing great. it for so long. Sometimes, like people that are. Do you still love it? I do. I really love yeah. it. What year did because, you start your school? Uh, this is my 22nd year of having a oh, school. Gosh. Because, you know, Danielle, it's always like I really do feel this that the conversations we're having about acting 
are always on the leading edge and they're always alive and changing. It's mm-hmm. never like, what is your objective? What is your through line? Mm-hmm. It's never, it's like we were talking about, I don't even know what we were talking about the other night. We were talking about joy and, but like a new way into joy. Like just, and I know that sounds like basic, but we forget about these things from like maybe a higher perspective or, mm-hmm. you know, so it's really like to me, the core concepts get simpler as we get older, mm-hmm. but they're really difficult to navigate. You know what I mean? And I think like acting has been for so long taught in such a conceptual, theoretical way that messes people's heads up, mm-hmm. where it's just getting back to the essence of who they are. Yeah. And even Daniel Day-Lewis, even yeah. though he seems to be so transformative and he talks about his process to be very method, but at the end of the day, it's still all him. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He's yeah, just like, just here he's got a different costume on and yeah. a different like, so... To me, it's just grounding people heavier and heavier into mm-hmm. who they are, you know, and and that's, that's like that's what I say: be your best, awesome self. No one is right. going to be as amazing as you. No one's going to be as amazing as you. And the second you realize how awesome you are, and you are the best you, like no one can be as amazing as you. Like that's why you're so awesome and amazing. Well, I have I have the good fortune of being at the right place. Yeah. At the right, I just got interviewed in this podcast the other day, and the guy was asking me about how I started, and I was like, you know, when I started. 20, I mean, I started teaching like 25 years ago and then started the school 22 years ago with six people. But my whole philosophy was I had just come back from India. It was like one of my first trips there. I was so like hippie-dippie. <laughs> and it was so spiritually based. You know, it was all about like meditation in a way and like energy and like positivity and just consciousness. time. Yeah. It was so right. ahead. But yeah. so I happened and the power of now and moment to moment and being you. Yeah. And that just that was like yeah. so radical. Yeah. And I was so like not only iconoclastic, but like fringe and like my peers, you know, I was I was very much against traditional stuff. So I don't think people liked me. They saw yeah. me as a threat. Now, fast forward 20 some years later, it is all people talk about. Yeah. Big brands talk about being you yeah. and authentic, yeah. your authentic self. Some of these things we don't even know what they are. They're just buzzwords. Right. Yeah. But it's really powerful. Oh, I tell right? every young actor that. I'm like, no one is as awesome as it's you. That's right. You don't Believe have to be that. Brent Marling. She's amazing, no. but she's her. She's going to bring something different to That's the situation. Right. You could live on a farm. You could live in the city is what I tell little kids. Like, if Mickey Mouse walked in the room right now, you might be scared. You might be like, oh, my God, I love mice. I feed them every day on my farm. Come <laughs> right. in. Yeah. You guys are going to react like, differently. I'd be like, where's the gun? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. So I yeah. tell them everyone's going to react differently to yeah. the mouse. You know, I think like, the, the problem is, is actors want to be liked so much that they yeah. distrust, like yeah. just who they, who they can be. Yeah, and look, at, look, you can bring someone in, and you may not see it, but they can go into a different casting office, and somebody gets them. And so, it's the point is not really for the casting directors to get them. The point is for them to just keep doing their work. Oh yeah, be your most awesome self, yeah. and people will get it, and bring bring what only you can bring to yeah. a project. Are you listening, actors? Yeah. Please, please, yeah. please. And then also you'll feel, you the actor will feel so awesome oh and God, good in yourself yes. and then leave. This little girl, I worked with her yesterday, um, but she had a callback for... I love you said little us. girl. She's probably 28 and Amber's no, like this little girl. she's probably yeah. 12. Oh, okay. And they, she had a callback for This Is Us and they called me like, can she just uh-huh. run the lines with you in the morning? I'm like, uh-huh. of course, come in. So I just like helped her a little bit before, which I rarely never do, so don't ask me to do it. And um, she, <laughs> she came oh, in. Yeah, she does it all the time. No, I really yeah. don't. Like, I really she's don't. like, yeah. really don't. you were like the child whisperer, yeah. but and keep she going. came in, and I just kept telling her, be yourself, like, be awesome. Like, what would you do? You feel so good. And I cried this morning when I got a text from mom. She said that all day she kept talking about how good she felt, uh-huh. how she felt so awesome. And it, I kept telling her, it's not about booking the role. Right. I just want you to go in there and feel so awesome. That's right. And her mom, she came out and she's like, did you forget your lines? She's like, I don't even know. I had such a fun, awesome time <laughs> and I felt so good. Well, that's it. And we forget, Yeah, right? she, she had such a fun, amazing time at the audition that that's all that mattered. And her mom was in tears being like, she just loved it so much. At the end of the day, that's all that matters is that you just feel so good. It's the play. It's the yes. play. I had an actor in my master class who's, he's on a series and he's like, you know, thank you so much for reminding me. It is, we forget to like. Well, the second play. we stop having fun oh, doing no, I know. this, I know. the second it's very visible. I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You guys can see The desperation. That, right? Oh, she oh, talks yeah. about that sometimes. Let's too. talk about we that. We sense the desperation. Actors. It's also, it's by the way, it correlates to dating. It's you t- go totally on a it. date and you're like, this is my last chance. <laughs> they pick up on it. Yes. You don't have to say it. You can be all hot and seem like you're really cool, but energetically they're picking up on something you can really see it. desperate. By the way, right? now I could see it like, 
you can smell you can see it coming. Away. You, I was at an event last night. It was a charity event, a wonderful event. Is that where a lot were, of single, desperate people go? But there, but no, but there were a few people that I'm like, why is this person trying so hard? Uh-huh. Just in their yeah. own yeah. being. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they knew they'd be at an event. And, you know, like, there's certain things that you can just see it coming a mile away. And it's and it's it's just uncomfortable to be around. And nobody wants to be around it. Well, do you guys try to, like, you know, calm the actor down when you sense that? or Here's the thing. Nowadays, is that a lost cause? Nowadays, it's not a lost cause, but nowadays, there's so many great. I know actors. you said that in the so, past. You're right. So, and you don't have to put up with people who are assholes either anymore. Remember, you don't. like, yeah, you don't. There's you so don't. many actors. You and somebody said this. We were in a panel. I think it was Krisha said it the other night. You want to be the best. You want to be asked back to the dinner. To That's right. The dinner party. That's right. You want to be you the be best likeable. guest. Yeah. Because you want to be asked back. So yeah, you have to be likable, of course, and. Also, if you're not, if you're desperate and you're not in it and you're not present and, and all the things you need to be, there's a, there's a, a moment where, we're, where we will work with you, but there's a moment where there's 50 more people waiting. Yeah. Uh-huh. And maybe they're not. And maybe they're, you know, and it's not that you missed your shot. It's that this time wasn't your time. Yeah. And you need to get in the right headspace for yeah. the next time. And then do you guys tell their reps that? Or like, because reps are all the time There's calling. There's so many people. I know, so but aren't reps always bothering you guys with yeah, like, calling, give us feedback, give us feedback. What do you it's, do? It's not, you I don't give, like to think of it as a bother because feedback can be helpful. It, it is inundating. I will tell you that. They all call during to get feedback, pilot, right? Jesus. During a pilot, it's extremely inundating. And I like to answer everybody. So, I, and I like to be as honest as possible. And people will call and say, I know you'll tell me the real. And okay. are they ready? Yes. How are they That's doing? That's good. What's the problem? I mean, and, and manager called me and he's like, you always give me good feedback on this actress, but she has not booked oh, anything. Can you tell me what you think it could be? And I'm like, you want to know what it, I think it could be? Honestly? It could be that every time she comes in, she's wearing an extremely low-cut shirt. And it feels like she's trying to push something mm-hmm. she doesn't have. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's certain things that... Insightful. It's just a little thing that... It's just something that I happen to notice right. that isn't necessary. And maybe that's just her thing, and maybe that's just who she is. But it could be throwing people off. Well, it's interesting that you brought that up because you fixate on that rather than thinking about her as like, yeah, she's totally badass and yeah. it's just a and matter of is. time. And you know what I mean? And, that... and she And she will book. It's just a matter of like mm-hmm. finding your own. And, and, you know, as somebody who always liked to express through wardrobe, I appreciate that. <laughs> but at yeah. the same time, like yeah. we're, all, we're all looking for something that... Um, we want to fit into a puzzle mm-hmm. and we want to make sure that you drop this person into that puzzle and it's going to complete it instead of messing it up. Mm-hmm. And there are certain things that you know won't fit. What do you guys do about, so you have casting here, but do you guys then also obviously do tapes? You get tapes oh, sent in. Probably a lot of it, maybe even more now. So then, would you just go because from coronavirus? We <laughs> no joke. Especially for last week, we like auditioned Milan. a bunch of children on Thursday, Thursday morning or Thursday afternoon, and a little kid accidentally coughed in my face, and I turned to our new assistant and I go, "Oh, I just got the coronavirus." Oh my like, God. I mean, she didn't yeah. mean to. Right, she's and six. She got sick. And, you got and sick. on Sunday night, we throat started hurting, and I was out two days. This I was is out why this week on Tuesday, casting Wednesday. directors don't shake your hand, actors. Well, we, you know what I mean? And also, it's do not come in if you don't sick. feel well. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, and like we, she was just joking the other day, half joking, being like, "We want to put it on the session sheet. Like, you won't be considered if you cough." Yeah. Or so uh, yeah. Like, just please self-tape. Like, it's not worth coming in and getting one of us sick. Well, I, yeah. I and mean, with I, self-tapes, we can just, we can cover way more ground. Yeah. yeah. We could see, see way more actors. People. Well, let's talk about that. So, then, from the uh, selections from self-tape, then you come in for producer session, or you guys would if see them? If we have producer session, it just depends on the Nowadays, yeah, a lot of it is just projects, self-tape. Yeah, most of our Jesus. projects we cast from That's TV. changed so much since so much. when I yeah. was doing And it. we can tell a lot from, so... The end product is we have to wow. we have to pass the tape on anyway. So even yeah. if you come in for a producer session, yeah. there's still people who have to make decisions that are watching tapes in the end. So even if you're making a self tape or you're coming in for a quote producer session, that tape is still being passed around ultimately. Right. So yeah. it 
it, we're, we're making yourself tape or you're making yourself tape. Yeah, got it. Well, what, so what are the do's and don'ts of a self tape? Oh, uh, <laughs> Amber's got a, a laundry couple, list. Tell us. A couple things. Cheat, so cheat. your lighting, if we can't see the color of your eyes, yeah, that's it's not lit yeah. bright, bright enough. Yeah. The reader needs to be close to the camera. Yeah. Um, a couple things when you, you don't need to educate. Because you need to consider yourself the 75th person to do the scene. Yeah. So often at the beginning of the scene, the person established tries to explain to us where they are. I'm always saying this. They the casting directors know what's going on the in the casting scene. Directors, yeah. Sometimes this movie has been, they've been trying to make this movie for five years. And 13. the actors try to tell us that they've been shot or that they're missing a leg or that they're on a boat or they're on a car or they're doing all these things that take us instantly out of it. But Amber, they I also do, just pause for one second, but I also think that's because those people don't really understand what acting is yet. Yeah, that's, totally. I well, really they don't understand that. what casting is. Okay, so, sure enough. And so the only reason you're auditioning for the role is because we're not offering the role out and we want to see what you bring to the situation. So your goal as an actor is to realize that the most important person in the scene is not you. It's the other person. Yeah. The person you're talking to. That's right. You have to create a strong connection with that person. If you create a strong connection with the person you're talking to, you create that umbilical cord that can't be broken, then we as the viewer want to watch you yeah, yeah. because we feel yeah, invested. all listening and There's something about the human connection that us, the viewer, if you make it all about yourself, we don't care. Oh, but God, if you yeah. make it about the person you're talking to, then us, the viewer, we're like, okay, we're into it. Yeah. And I always give the example to young people as if like you're in the kitchen and you drop a can of tomato soup on your foot. So you can't see me doing this. But I'm like, ow, ow, ow. And I'm like to myself, like, ow, ow, ow. But then you drop the same can of tomato soup on your foot. And then now your mom's in the room. You're like, ow, That's right. ow, ow, ow. <laughs> That sounds and then like now, a grape lady. Wait, yeah, you remember the grape now, lady? Yeah, then now you do Everybody it to your mom. Everybody has to Google grape lady yeah. who was marching on grapes to make it into wine, and then she fell out of the thing. Yeah. It's a very funny viral yeah. video from like 10 years ago. She's like, ow, 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 yeah, ow. Yeah, and then you make your mom feel like the worst person, or you make your mom feel bad, Yeah. right? Because right. you're making, you're, your, making the right. other person feel something, right? right? And actors do it all the time. They make it about themselves. When you make it about yourselves, oh God, you cut yes. off the other That's person. Right. And it's everything that I teach actors in the audition room. It's so important to make it about the other person. And if the second you do that, so auditioning is a very different skill than what, how you'll be hired. Because sides were not written for a freaking audition most of the time. Sides are pulled from a script. A screenwriter writes a script and they write it how they want it to be shot. But you're, and it's going to be a two shot, and then a shot of the actor, and then a shot of the people. But your job as an actor is to realize that the, the scene's going to be on you for eight minutes. So your job is to create a strong connection. Yeah. yeah, it's intense yeah. as well. Like, oh my God. Right, is about that. So your job is not to educate, so don't make educate. It about the other person. Yes. So I would say make sure there's good lighting, make yes. sure that the camera is on a tripod or on a bookshelf, something so stable. Stable. Um, the reader, if English is a second language or anything, just make sure that. Um, the camera is closer to you for the audio source, so yeah. we hear your voice louder than the then reader's the voice. Readers, that's or important. get like a lavalier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just so um, we're not distracted. Sometimes you know, yeah, like, the readers distracted are really, by like yes. the reader. Um, yeah. We've had some funny stories. We've had very famous people be the readers. That's distracting sometimes. Um, but so make sure James you're... Earl Jones. We'll tell you after you. Okay. Yeah, we All just right. got one the other day. Yeah, okay. Oh really my god. Okay. Um, oh, so make... I have one too to tell you. Yeah. So make sure the lighting is good. Uh, make sure the reader is really close to the camera for eyeline because if your reader is off too far from the camera, then um, we are getting the side profile of your face. And then I cannot tell you how enough important this is to make sure the person you're talking to is the most important person to see, not you. If that's all you take away from this. This is what we teach. Yeah, do you, that's how why many I love teaching you, at Anthony's school it's because all we're all just the in same. reciprocity. But how many times have you seen self tapes where the actor just makes it about them? You know, another and way when they do, I get very surprised. What I get more surprised about is that we get self any self tape that's not good because you have however many chances it takes to get that self tape right. Not only should yes. you be watching it for quality control, but your rep should be watching it for quality Some, control. A lot yeah. of reps are great and can see it. Watch yourself. I, you know, for our movie, I had somebody who uh, self taped from Berlin, and I was so shocked that she, the agent, sent it to me because this person was self generating everything. Like, like this thing. This is a pet peeve of mine, actors. 
crying, starting off crying before there's any reason to cry. Yeah. I can't, I don't just walk around and cry until you tell me something that hurts my feelings. Yes. But it's shocking to me how many times actors will prep, front load, some sort of emotional experience. So I sent her back notes. I was like, look. I love you and I'm supportive of your client, but like this is one of my favorite stories about that. We were when I learned this technique was about we were casting um, for the E Ring, a very famous director. He used to be on Starsky and Hutch, one of the original Starsky and Hutch guys. He's a director now. Paul Glazer, yeah, yeah, I love him. So Paul Glazer is a great director. He casts, he directs a lot of one hour TV. He he taught me this. So all these women were coming and crying. We were casting a big guest star, yeah. And the the story was their daughter had been kidnapped in the episode, and I was the casting associate. Barbara was Barbara Fiorentina was casting director at the time. And I was running the camera. And this woman came in and he wanted her to get the role. And um, she sat down and started crying. He stopped her. And he said, I actually want people to watch this tape. And at the time, we had to burn many DVDs to DVDs and a messenger. Oh, I, I was in charge of it. And a messenger would come around like one Pick in the morning. We would sit there. Yeah, take oh, the DVDs around. God. And he said, I actually want people to watch this and get you hired. So I'm going to tell you a trick. Instead of you crying, make it about you. Yeah, that's probably how we'll shoot the show. We'll have you crying. But for the audition, so people actually care about watching this, I want you to make Benjamin Bratt's character. So it was Benjamin Bratt, oh, Dennis yeah. Hopper, uh-huh. every episode. I want you to make him scared. And then I want you to make him feel guilty. I want you to make Benjamin Bratt scared that you're going to kill him if he doesn't help you find the daughter. So the episode was the little girl had been kidnapped, and so the mom was supposed to be very upset and crying. So I was like, oh, my God, this is like gold. This is amazing because it's not about her. It's about Benjamin Bratt. It's like you have to scare him. Yeah. It's about yeah. getting your So every back. woman yeah. that came in and then the next set of pre-reads we did, I started telling them that because I was running the sessions mm. and I'm like, scare me. Try to scare me yeah, and make yeah, yeah. me think that you're going to yeah. hurt me if I don't help get your daughter. Yeah. And sure enough, it like totally changed it for me. So that point moving forward, that's when I started clicking it. And it uh-huh. was he, it was him, Mr. Glazer, that, mm-hmm. that taught me that, which is so fascinating. But when they shot the episode, sure enough, when you watch the episode, she's like bawling, mess. Yeah. bawling, crying. Yeah. And so it clicked for me to be like, just because the writing on the page says crying, that that's that actors need to learn that just because how the action is on the page, you as an actor need to make the choice that that's not how the audition should be. There's, there's something to be said about actors coming and watching a casting session. Oh, yeah, and for sure. Seeing, and not even necessarily in a casting office, but in, in a class or whatever, but watching all the different ways that people choose to read a character yeah. and, and how they choose to handle a scene. I think that's really, really educational and informative to show you. And, and we have sometimes volunteers come and help run it. Now we have an intern program. But we used to have volunteers help run camera. And we would just turn to them and be like, do you see the difference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. If, if you're getting after, college, yeah. After 20 reads, can you... Uh, it doesn't take years no. and years of experience to, to see just the difference of what works and what doesn't. And I once had... I, I'll never forget this. I had this actor come in, and he was totally on the page. The whole entire audition. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look, afterwards, I'm like, I'm just going to be honest with you you're not going to book anything if you're going to stay on the page. And he goes, well, I had a teacher once tell me that if you're off book, people think you can't be given direction. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that teacher's wrong. Because <laughs> that is the actor's job, is to take direction in. Right? And he goes, well, and I, we had a discussion about it, and he goes, oh, well, we can agree to disagree. And I go, okay, I've probably seen 100,000 auditions, but sure, sure. Right. <laughs> go ahead. I'm like, you know, if, and I said to him point blank, I'm like, if you want to sit in here and run camera and see for yourself, I don't have to defend this. Right. And, and, you know, this is just experience. Right. This is just, you watch 20 times a scene, all it takes, maybe not even that many, and you will see a difference between somebody off book and understanding what they're reading and saying, and somebody who's in the page and not connecting. Right. But Danielle, I think, but I think, but I think also for for listeners, but but I think the distinction you're also making is that it's okay if you have the page as long as you're integrated and working off opposite someone. But again, like hiding in the page, yeah, yeah, that's a completely different thing. And a lot of actors come in and ask, like, do you mind? I I love them holding it. Yes, we don't mind. Yeah. Because everybody has a different process. Mm-hmm. You, most of the actors from the UK won't. Oh no, have that's when we when I teach in Australia or the yeah. UK. They don't. This to me is a little bit. I don't. I think it's it should just be 
I think they have this prejudice yes. that you're not prepared or you haven't done the work if you're not completely off book, mm-hmm. which is to me the opposite because somebody is working with script in hand and is as available mm-hmm. as somebody off book. A lot of times when people are off book in a very short amount of time, mm-hmm. they're just recalling the lines. Mm-hmm. And so there's that kind of deer in the headlights look where, mm-hmm. so I think it should be for each person each their person own different. individual yeah, thing, right? But Greta yeah, Gerwig, I was just going to say, like Greta Gerwig, when she was having like the final work sessions for, um, um, uh, no, the other one. Um, uh, uh, the, the, the Ladybird. Yes. She, in the moment, she would have the actors, she would give them cold read sides mm-hmm. and then bring them back in and work with script in hand. I love her for this because, of course, this is my philosophy mm-hmm. about it. She said, because the problem is, is actors are trained with the memorization and the recalling of lines, they start to perform, so they start to act. Mm-hmm. And she said, "But well, working with script in hand, they, there was even if it doesn't always work, there was like a human, a immediate, like sort of mm-hmm. feedback loop yes. connecting to another person, right? Without, so it wasn't acted. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, is how do we create that technically? Whether I have a trick to this. Well, so this what is what I, I teach. Yeah. This yeah. is my whole philosophy: yeah. is that if we're taught to listen and react. Yeah. Without this pre-prepared idea yeah. of how it should go, so we have ideas, we have an imagination, we've done our work, we make yeah. our choices, whatever. But then there's the X factor yeah. of what happens in the moment with you and. So you know what, what I do is I have improv class. Yeah, oh, okay. or improv is or another I example. Have, when I, so when I see kids pretending like they're gonna, they know what's coming next. I have the reader say random things. To well, me. this is my this is one of my favorite ever stories. Wait, we were in a casting. Wait, I love when you do that and you just clap like God, I love it. But no, my favorite one was we were in a casting. I don't remember what it was for. I think it wasn't for. I think we were just doing a workshop, and there was and she was a little girl, but not too young. But you, she was not listening, and you were like. Hi, child. You gotta listen. Like, where you gotta listen. Like, I'm telling you something. Just like your your silly tomato soup thing, which yeah. is totally great. I'm gonna use that. But she wasn't listening, and then you were like, "Oh my God, there's a spider on your shoulder!" And she's like, ah. "You like traumatized that yeah. poor girl." And you're like, "See, there, you're listening." Yeah. <laughs> but it's so amazing. So, it's but so I do that all the time with with listening. So even in the room here. I'll be like, oh, look right there on the curtain or whatever. Or, but, but so I usually do it within context in the audition I room. Yeah. I did it last Thursday I know. with the tap dancing six-year-olds. Oh, my God. I'll be like, I love I'll, it. instead of saying the next line, I'll say something that makes sense with the tap yeah. dancing yeah. scene just to get them listening. Because then the next time I'll stick exactly the lines, but then it makes them active listening. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Because active. they don't know if I'm going to say the real line or not. So then all of a sudden they're actively converse, listening. A conversation isn't pre-planned. That's right. Conversation. Somebody. This is all that we teach. But the so problem is, is the lines to, make us pre It makes them you know more I mean? aware. And so it makes them on alert because they're like, oh, what's she going to say? What's she going to say? So they just turn it on. It's like all of a sudden this part of their brain turns on. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. Did you know there's a Marlon Brando story? I don't know. I think it was because he was lazy and he didn't want to memorize the lines, but he was so interested. I said, I thought his early work, right? He was so uh, emblematic of just being in the moment and raw energy in him and his own way of doing it, right? But when he got, I think it was Godfather, maybe part three, he had a microphone in his ear. Did you hear the story? And he, because he wanted the, the, how was it? Like, wait, now I'm forgetting how, how it happened. He just, he didn't want to memorize anything. So he wanted to just very, in each moment, he wanted to hear what the line is and then have somebody pipe in what the line is to him to say, because he was just really interested in exploring how, I don't think it worked, but he wanted to explore what is it to just be so there with someone without this, you know, sort of preempting the moment by knowing what you're going to say. Yeah. Now, a lot of critics were like, well, it's just because he was too lazy to memorize his lines. But it's but also, you know, if, was, that was, if that was Godfather 3, then this is how many years of playing the same character. True. Mm-hmm. And there, he understands the character by now. And you understand the motivation, you understand the backstory, you understand where he wants to go. And you want to kind of spice it up. So there is a little bit That's of... That's true. He was like experimenting. True. You know what I mean? It, yeah. Then it is interesting. I just think it's also interesting what I'm always trying to encourage actors. This is so subjective. So you guys could be in a casting session and you bring in like five of your favorites and maybe they're all great. Mm-hmm. And on any on a Tuesday you could go with Janet and on a Wednesday you go with Blair. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's so subjective it is, in a way. And it's right? And, and, and then you send it to producers. A different director for the same project. That's right. Would like, like somebody else. Yeah. And you know... Uh, it all it really all depends on all of the elements put together. You know, this Ted Bundy role, 
there's only going to be great actors coming in, right? Only a great actor can even handle auditioning for Ted Bundy. There's yeah. so many layers. I think role. if I know anybody, the monologues right are insane. Everything, you know, even just the audition is going to be really hard, even just for us. Are you looking for somebody that looks like him? That it's not mandated that he has <clears throat> okay. to look like him. I personally, my like casting OCD wants him to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not necessary that he has to look exactly like him. Okay. Um, I would like that. Yeah. But, you know, th- we're going to have two sessions next week with the director. There's going to be all great actors. Yeah. But it doesn't, only one person is going to feel like, uh, I don't want to walk home alone after he leaves. Right, right, right. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. Only one, or, or I'm in love with him. You know, Ted Bundy right. had this yeah. crazy factor of women falling for him even after yeah. he was proven guilty. Yeah. So there, there needs to be a, a lot of those different things put into it and not, and maybe, maybe there'll be an embarrassment of riches and a lot of guys I'll be able to have all those, all those mm-hmm. factors, but it's going to be, that's going to be very telling. But, and, and I feel like this happens a lot, especially when we're reading leads for, for projects. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great actors and there's a lot of great versions. You know, we, we were just doing the spinoff of The 100, and there were people that came in that you're like, if this was on FX, they'd be the lead. Right. If this was HBO, they'd that be would the be the lead. lead. It's this is different. the CW. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. This is a very right. different, it's a different thing. And it's, they're all great. Yeah. All versions are great. Yeah. If this was an indie movie versus a studio movie versus, you know, there's there's so many different ways to go with something, and it really depends on the chemistry of of. All of the factors at once. Yeah, did you hear that, guys? Yeah, it's, it, you know, I was also going to say, like, you guys have seen a lot of, you know, well-known actors, but I also think it's it's important for people to understand that they also aren't always coming into the audition room and crushing it. You know what I mean? Because I right. think we often yeah. think, oh, because we see the final product and then we compare ourselves to the greats, and then we're like, oh, they, we don't we don't see their tapes, and maybe they're great on one audition, but another. I have a friend who's. Uh, Actually, do you know Carrie Martin? Who's I think I asked you that if she mm-hmm. if you guys cast Hentified right on Netflix because mm-hmm. she w- was at the studio for a long time and then she interned at um, um, Mary Vernu's office and she would get to see lots of celebrities come in and she's like you know what I realized is like it wasn't that they were better than anybody else they just didn't care like there was a, mm-hmm. a, a, an aspect of like just doing it and giving themselves the permission and if they messed up they'd be like can I do it again like they would own the yes. room in a different way than like what you were talking about the desperateness and totally uh, confidence yeah totally confidence. confidence even if it was like a terrible audition right. she's like they would just kind of own it yes do you know what I mean and, and also keep in mind I worked on a pilot once that a role in this pilot was written for a specific actor. Oh my god, actor. for the famous actor. And they Did that the come? studio made them come and audition. Oh my god. And they shit the bed. So Oh, okay, when we're when we're done rolling here, you have to tell me that. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was more but sad that's... than hilarious actually, Aww, at the really? time because it should have been that person. It should have been that actor. And they were so in their head about it then. Yeah. And they hadn't had an audition for so long. Aww, so their that yes. muscle was weak. Then that is like you know, it, see, it's, it's, it's but, vulnerable for or, everybody. I always like giving the example of Mindy Kaling had a show before The Office, before all of it, um, and it's in her book. She tells a story that it's called Mindy and Brenda. It's about her and her best friend, and they made her audition for Mindy, <laughs> and she did not get it. She did not get the. That's role. hilarious. I hope she writes about that. That's she, hilarious. It's in her book. It's, oh god, it's, the okay. story's in her book. Yeah, okay. And Noreen DeWolf played Mindy. Okay. And, oh my and it's, god. It, you know, you can't. There's certain things crazy. you can't control. Yeah, that's it crazy. Sounds crazy now. Well, do let's do a really quick speed round. So what's? I mean, we could talk forever, but it's almost been an hour. And I know you guys are busy casting actors. Hopefully, AMAW actors. No, they have employed a lot of our peeps. But tell me, okay, so what? Quick do's and don'ts. Uh, don't bring a weapon. Oh, yes, yeah. God. We always have don't, to remind Don't drink that. alcohol before your audition. Well, don't a little bit sometimes. Not drunk, but a little bit. They could do a shot. Yeah, or, but don't If you're come, of legal age. Don't come drunk. No, God. Have you had that? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Drunk okay. and with a weapon. Oh, God. That's what made me think of it when she said that. Don't, don't <laughs> plan a purposeful task for the audition. Like, don't plan like don't bring a cell phone that would I, don't whip out yeah you don't need you like, use, but don't yeah, like a cell phone plan, nowadays because everyone plan has to one whip but one out no yes and then drop it I'd rather also, you do this hold the cell phone to your ear yes then do this okay yes so she's fingers. holding the cell phone as opposed to using your the thumb fingers. and your pinky so, also sorry go ahead Jen. um do I, I mean more like 
don't have a scene where you plan on eating these po- this popcorn and then all of a sudden you start choking. Like you have to be able to be fluid with it. You could bring the popcorn in and it's... Po- we, oh, really? We did, we okay. Yeah, but practice eating so you're not but, choking. Right, oh, God. Rehearse okay. It, rehearse it. But also rehearse it not doing it because they might ask Yeah, that. yeah. There's, you know... Be fluid with your choices. Yeah. Because, like, you might practice well, eating, and then you have to add nerves to it, and then you yes. start cho- choking. Like, you will start choking because you're nervous. <laughs> and it's drier than you realize. Yes, yeah, so of course, you're parched, and you're nervous. Like, this so is many, hilarious. There are so many factors. Oh, my God. Also, like, what do you guys think about dressing it? Like, I'm always like, you don't have to go crazy. You don't no. have to wear a cop uniform. Uh, Unless I, you have one, I no, guess. Well, but no, like, no, no, no. You don't have to go to Hollywood costume. You do not have to. Do not wear anything that you can't walk down the street Thank without you. people... But also, Thank you. don't wear sweatpants to be a lawyer. Don't wear sweatpants. That's true. To be a you suggest it. That's right. So hinted. Hint. But you can't play the but uniform. Should, so. But it should yeah. be something yes. you could, whatever the That's hint right. is, you should walk down the street. No one should think twice about if it. If you're a lawyer, you're not going to be wearing Daisy Dukes. Mm-hmm. You know I, what I mean? That's true. Yeah. And yeah. don't wear anything that shows us your underwear. We've yes. done a lot never of sessions. Never wear mini skirts. Never Also, wear don't touch the skirts. casting directors. Do people ever do that anymore? All the time. Well, here's also one. This is, uh, please, you guys have to back me up on this because this drives me apeshit. The thing about casting is you have 30 seconds or a minute to get to know the person, yeah. right? And how are they? Who are they from? Maybe yeah. it's a new person. You do not walk in this room as the character. That is sociopathism. Yeah. It is. Yeah. You cannot, I've had, when I've had like mock, when I do an intensive or something and I've had mock castings, yeah. sometimes people walk in as the character and I'm like they're trying to get a vibe of who you are yeah, yeah, You're yeah. A, that's a psychopath right yeah. now you know what I mean <laughs> but also this is the thing of the seamlessness of acting if they would just come in as themselves and then you guys oh, do you have any questions and you're like no and then they start to read they flow into the read as yes. opposed to because when you now I'm gonna act when you think about it you very rarely go from rehearsal straight into the casting room, right? Right. You're sitting in a way. You drove here. That's right. You're, you're hanging out. You're, you might sign in. Four people. You might yes. wait an hour. Yeah. So there's no there's no rhyme or reason for you to stay that pent up into the character for yes. an hour. That's right. That's craziness. Can you imagine crying out there for an hour? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Only and, Daniel Day Lewis could do that. You know and, what I mean? And that's know, in our office. We it's a work share space, so you're in the waiting room. Is you're in there with people working and dogs oh walking God, by. Like your, but like see, that's all again all in their own world. It's too yeah. insular and not like Meryl yeah. Streep is always like you know she's like so happy at the end of the day because she gets to go home and she like you know what I mean. She talks about the fluidity of like, but that's you got to take that with a grain of salt because she gets to go home and she already has a. a Amazing career. No, but I know, but I mean, I just mean like we don't have to live these characters 24 7 to be great actors, is my point. Like, Mm -hmm. it's more fluid than that. But it is fun. I would say, I will say, it must be fun. And I don't know this because I'm not, you know, I'm not a living actor. But to make choices as the character would make a choice, you know, in, in life situations and in. Not being in character, but thinking about thinking how about would them. this yes. character address this situation. Yes. It might also help people that are timid be a little brave. That's right. Are too mouthy be a little Leaning quiet, into different or, parts yeah, of themselves. It, might, it yes. might actually help you wrap your brain around. Yes. I don't know. I always tell people, like, if you were in that situation, like, what you what would, would do. What would you do? Because right. I always tell, especially younger people, like, don't ever become a different character. It's like what you would do if you were in that situation. That's right. That's so you're never becoming something else because the second, like, then we don't believe you. That's right. You start like, to act. Exactly. So if it's you try a... to become something else, then it becomes fake to us. Yeah. If you don't truly believe it, we're never going to believe it. Yeah. So it's just like you're heightening things that are similar to that person on the page. And then the things that are not similar, you're like pushing that down. Well said. That's I'm thinking so more along the lines of like accent wise. and Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. Yeah, I think totally, so. Yeah, yeah. To, okay, wait. That's a good question. Accent or no accent? So let's say I'm an Aussie actor. All my Aussies are killing it, by mm-hmm. the way. I should ask them, like, duh, but, mm-hmm. like, do they, do they come in? Nowadays, I think it's more open. You can come in and talk to it's people. It's always different. Some people are better if they're in the mm-hmm. American accent. Ahead of time. It also helps people, them but, to hear us talking. Some people could click right in. Right. And don't even but it's it's line. not punitive if I come matter. in and I'm talking to you guys and the producers no, as an but Aussie. Then I, might be and more then, the room yes. might be more likely to pick up on the words. If they true, it. true. So if you have a drop dead accent, it doesn't, you know. Yeah. Okay, got that. Cool. Yeah. So then, yeah, our room might be a little bit more judgy if they hear the Aussie. Got accent it. Before. That's true. But if they have a drop dead conversion, yeah. then it's even more it. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. What about gifts for you guys? Oh my god. Okay. No food. See. Please, please no food. Kids, no food. Here's the thing. 
don't send. <laughs> you don't gifts. know dietary restrictions yeah. too. But also, don't send gifts unless you're th- unless it's you a, booked a job and you're thanking. Like that's right. Then fine, but Jesus, also not necessary. Also not necessary. But you know, we this, this your job is sweet, to just send a down people. payment for our house. <laughs> that's right. The sweet actress came in the other day and she was like, "Just a care package for pilot season," and clearly spent a lot of money because oh, no. there was a lot of things in this bag. And was that all the keto stuff? No, no, that was that was actually. So you haven't even cast her in anything, and she brought all. I that? didn't even know her. Oh god! Oh, I get that happens all what? the time. I get you gifts from to... people that live in the neighborhood that have never come up to me that live in my neighborhood that just say. You need to be like, honey, child, take that money you just spent on us, thank you, and either make a donation or go take but, a, take here, a but, class, yes, take an acting which class. Which I would say to her face, but I didn't know what she. A lot of times, people will come and they'll be like, "Oh, we have a delivery for." And she could have been like a Postmates oh, or whatever. Okay. And somebody bringing us, because we did in get person. a gift from a management company and we hired their client. Right. A very thoughtful gift. And who knows who's dropping it off. Right, got it. So, you know, and I don't know it was actually us. from her to say. Right. That's creepy. Don't stalk the casting director's kids. Don't, don't stalk. don't say you saw somewhere, don't come up. If you see us in the out in the public, come say hello. Yes. Don't send a note saying you saw me at Ralph's, but you didn't come say hello. <laughs> Are get you serious? Saying, oh, yeah, people say they saw we me We saw you at dog. Wells Fargo, but, but we just want to say hi now. Oh, that's creepy. Oh, yeah. Thanks for your pin number. We get that oh, all the time. God, you guys. Emails like that. Also, like, to me, like, if you... Cards. Amber and Danielle and I were just talking about we're going to go to Sweden to to do a workshop probably but like like when I've done more of you come to the school you guys have come to the school and done a workshop like actors linger like I think it's because they don't trust like let's say they do their work they don't trust that you guys saw what you needed to see so they want to linger and hang out with you yeah, to impress you in some other check, way you have to turn around check your back seat <laughs> any other don'ts before we we actually love actors no we you guys really are so actors. actor friendly don't, and, str- yeah. don't make acting your be all and and all. And all. Yeah. That's right. Do you hear that? One Say it again, Danielle. One of my favorite actors in wait, the wait. world works at AMAW, and Eric Gutierrez. Oh, I love Eric. And you know, he's now doing, I, we can't say the name of the show, but now they brought him into, not this show, but a different show to be part of the um, writing team. What? Yeah. He's going to be in the writer's room. That's amazing. That's amazing. Eric G. We love Eric G. What, but what did you say again? Do not make acting your be-all and all. Do not make acting your be-all and end-all. Because that will not make you a good actor. That's right. You just need to be a whole a human person. being. You need to walk through life and enjoy life. and Just That's be right. happy you can walk and pee. Also, yes, because Amber is victorious <laughs> over some physical ailments in life. I think every hero. day he walks a good day, right? But every also, you guys, like, day. remind the actors, like, if they make a mistake, it's okay. If they flub a line, it's okay. If they, if it's really going to shit, they can stop and be like, can I do that again? Or do you have an adjustment? They forget yes, to be human. But, yes, but don't do that if you really didn't fuck up. That's right. No, 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 yes, don't make a, that, see, that's crazy town. Don't try to, <laughs> don't try to, like, illuminate some, something that isn't wrong. There are some actors oh, that, that the second nuts. they get through the scene, I Oh, know, it was so bad. Do, do not self-deprecate. Yeah, because we might have thought it was awesome, and I then you're know. highlighting don't something self-deprecate. that wasn't. Don't self-deprecate. These are all undermining yes, ways of, like, not, not believing that you got the goods. Right. And you can fake it. You don't have to believe it all the time. Yes, I know we've got time. Okay, last speed round. This is really simple. Um, okay, what's something you can't do without? Amber. Um, I can't do without... I, I really love my husband and my family. Those are two things I can't do Aww, without. Oh, that's sweet. You want to know I, thought, I was thinking more material things, but okay, um, you're so, like... Um, <laughs> no, because then she's going to start getting a million gifts. Of okay, that's says. true. Oh, can't do without... Um, speed well, round, Amber. I honestly, I wouldn't want to work in casting without Danielle. Aww. Same, same. same. I really wouldn't. God, this is, that's really like, okay, great. Well, what's your favorite movie of all time, Danielle? Oh, I have have quite a few. The Lost Boys, The Princess Bride. They're remaking The Lost Boys. And one of my students is the lead. By the way. Sutherland role. I can announce that it was announced. Yeah, it was announced in deadline. I'm very bitter about the whole thing. I stalked every single person involved in this project to To get on it. it Because it is it lives inside me. And I am very bitter. I'm very happy for Anya Cola. Yeah, Oh yeah, she's casting it, yeah. But I'm, oh, I love it. It's, okay. it's, it's bittersweet for me. Yes, I love that movie too. It does hold up, it by the up. way. Hold I up. Know. And you know what? Joel Schumacher, I've known Joel Schumacher forever. He was the originator yeah. of that. Yes. You know, he directed it. I don't think yes, he directed he directed. anymore. Yes. Okay, what about um, for you? I don't have a favorite movie of all time, but I really love, like, the types of movies I'd like to cast in the future are Mrs. Doubtfire, 
Home Alone. Those kind of movies? Yeah, those oh, funny. Kind of I could see that. So I like okay. movies that are like silly, goofy. Yeah. I like Dumb and Dumber. Okay, wow. I never So I like either. really silly okay. comedies. Got it. Yeah, Who's your... For the family. And the original like Santa Claus movie, the super magical oh, Santa yeah. Claus movie. Okay. You're an 80s girl. What about, who? what's your favorite celebrity crush, male or female? Um... Gosh, I would say Leonardo DiCaprio. Got it. Really so, obvious. Yeah. Danielle, <laughs> so obvious. Danielle, I'm so judgy. Um, crush, like I would want to marry crush. Yeah, or like you've you or have like fantasized. Crush or, or yeah, dude, anything. I would want to, I would want to marry Chris O'Dowd. Mm. I love oh, him. Yes. I love Chris Everybody's yes, like Chris O'Dowd. Okay, yes, Marianne I got Chris it. No, yeah, he's so good. good. Yeah. Have you seen the IT crowd? Yeah. Ah, he's that. so good. Um, how would you describe acting in one word, Danielle? Present. Listening. Whoa, you guys, AMAW train, presence <laughs> and listening. And last question, oh, I'm going to totally start crying. How would you describe love, Amba? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say listening. Yeah. How would you describe love? Love is a bush. unconditional. A bushman. <laughs> <laughs> love is unconditional. Unconditional. Mm-hmm. Because I, that is actually very hard to wrangle. That's right. And... We in life put conditions on everything. Yeah. And it it's is true. important to understand that not everything's going to be perfect. I always end with I describe love or define love as just this moment right now. I love you guys so much. I really do. Love You've you been so such much. allies of mine and this journey. So, where can people find you? Do not, you're not going to give out their their emails. No, but Amber's but you an could, influencer. So you can I, find yes, her Amber's an influencer. Well, you both are, do you keep your Instagram accounts private? No, I, no. It's public now. Okay. Um, I did a little now stalker situation a while back, so I went private for okay. a moment, but now it's public again. But, okay, got it. But, but do you, does the company have a. a we started. No, we did. I, I think we are going to go how we one, need though. somebody. I, Actually, I think I should. If you make, have anybody that is. That like is good at social media. Or if any of you want so, to help us start our social media site, reach out to me. Send me a direct message. Yes. So Alfario and Horn casting. Still not right. Still not right. You're adding. You're adding an Alfiero. 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 I have to do it phonetically. To. So Alfiero <laughs> and yeah. Horn casting. But if anyone wants to help us, reach <laughs> and they do out. lots of amazing stuff. A friend of mine always says, "I want to sound the." Uh, he goes, "I'm going to sound the Alfiero horn." <laughs> Oh, that's good. Uh, Alfiero. He's like, that's I'm right. sounding it because Danielle Alfiero. Oh, that's, that's right. actually funny. That's it good. Pretty funny. I want to sound well, kids, good. hopefully you guys will um, be able to be brought into this office. They're amazing pro actors. We read a ton of actors. I know yeah. you really do. Thanks, guys. Love you, Love you guys. Love you guys.